We are on a quest to make our homes all they can be. All that God wants them to be and all that he will equip us to make them. So stick around. We are ready to go with another episode of A Home That Heals. So glad to have you with us today. I'm Dee, and this is Bree, mother-daughter team, uh, grandma to her kiddos, four of them. And we've been on this quest. We call it a quest. It's really an adventure. It's, um, it's a journey. It's all those words wrapped into one. And something special today about how that journey can play out before us because we let God be in control. Mm. Oh, amen. What I love is just in case you had any ideas that we have it all figured out, we don't. <laughs> true confessions. So true. <laughs> so true. But the truth is we are so willing to learn. We're so willing to just be on a journey. That's why we call it a journey. We don't call this, you know, a podcast to learn everything you can from D and Brie. <laughs> we are on this journey. And there are so many different stories that come into our lives that make us realize that God is so good. He has created us. And when we realize that he has created us for a purpose, it just opens our eyes to what he can do and what he can accomplish. And lately we got to hear the most amazing story from our producer, Grady, that inspired what we're going to talk about today. So I just want to share this story with you. Grady's mom, Ida, just sounds like the sweetest thing. Yeah. I would love, I love to her meet her. Ida is a beautiful name, yeah, too. Well, Ida, um, she lives in Florida, and she's she's getting more seasoned, as we like to call it. We, we don't use the, any other language. Than well seasoned. Well seasoned. Yes, yes. And she's getting up there in age, and going to the grocery store can be difficult. It can be a challenge. And so when she goes, she drives around, however many times it takes to try and find one of those awesome scooters, you know, that they will have there in the waiting for her in the cart and be able to pull up next to it and get right on that scooter to make shopping easier. And so this one particular day, she had to drive around a few times. And then lo and behold, yay, you know, a scooter is available. Mm -hmm. She pulls up next to it. She's able to get into her scooter and she starts um, going on her shopping trip making her rounds around the aisles. And have you ever had this happen where, you know, you're going down an aisle and, you know, you see somebody coming towards you and you look up and you smile at them and, and then, you know, the next aisle, oh, you're going down the same <laughs> yeah. aisle. I just had that happen the other day. It's Did just you? funny. Yeah. We finally yeah. said, should we just do this together? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you need? I'll yeah, get it. Yeah. Well, this was happening with Ida and another um, lady. And in fact, they kept running into each other, you know, at the corner. Was corners. she in a cart too then? or just <laughs> She wasn't in a scooter, oh, okay. but she was in a, mm -hmm. you know, normal yeah. cart. And she's going down and they almost run into each other. And so it kind of becomes this thing where pretty soon they're laughing every time, but also trying to make sure that <laughs> they, you know, hit the corner right. Yeah. And it just sounds like Ida has this warm smile, you know, that just God has gifted her with that exudes from her. And so she's sharing this warm smile. They are sharing all of a sudden the shopping trip that I got to be honest, I, you know, can't stand shopping oh, sometimes. Oh, you got that for me. Yeah. <laughs> a joyful mm -hmm. adventure. And so they're going through their day and, and Ida finishes up gathering her items and goes into the, you know, checkout stand and who comes in behind <laughs> her but this lovely lady. Oh. And they're standing there and 
this lady turns to her and says, where do you get your smile? Mm. And Ida looks up at her and looks her in the eye and says, let me tell you about my Jesus. Oh. And oh. <laughs> just oh, proceeds wow. to tell her about mm-hmm. God's love in her life and um, mm. you know the mm. transformation that he's had in her life. And she goes out to you know start putting away her groceries in her car and this lady follows her out, mm. happens to be down the same aisle and comes over and thanks her and says, you know, I was getting my last meal. Life mm. just felt too heavy. I couldn't go on. And I didn't feel loved. I didn't feel seen. And you reminded me that I am. And because of you and what you told me about Jesus, I it changes everything. Wow. And I mean, yeah. when Grady was telling us this story. Oh, yeah. It's, it's just as impactful the second time because it is so rich, mm-hmm. so it, rich of mercy, yes. grace, and God's love. It is. And as we've been sharing so many times here on A Home That Heals, you know, God created you. Mm. God created your child. God created your family. And just like God created this woman, he knew he knew the thoughts and the, the heaviness and the weight she was feeling. Mm. He knew Ida's warm, <laughs> joyful smile. He knew exactly, you know, what she needed in that moment. And he knew that Ida would be willing. He would be willing to be an instrument used by him. And I just love that because you know what? We don't, I don't have it all together. I, there are days I'm broken. <laughs> there are days I'm tired. There are days that I just don't feel worthy of being used by God. Um, I know that my kids sometimes maybe feel too young. They feel like, you know, they, they aren't wise enough. Uh, I know older people, seasoned people, sometimes don't don't feel like they can be used by him anymore. Mm. That they're not relevant, perhaps. Mm. I know and that is a lie from the enemy. You know, he he wants to squelch us. He wants to make sure that we aren't used because the truth is, no matter what stage, you're never too old or too young or too broken or too not together, not put together enough to be used by God. Wow. That's such a good reminder of that. You know, grocery stores, I think, are places where a lot of things like that can happen. You know, I love to strike up <laughs> conversations in the line, as you well know. It kind of made you embarrassed a few times. Uh, or just <laughs> made the shopping trip, you know. A little long, yeah. Two hours but, long. But, yeah. so. but, you know, I was with my mom the other day, and my mom is well-seasoned, almost 90 years old. And so she has a real hard time getting around in the grocery store. And this very kind man saw us trying to figure out, you know, getting parked, getting everything done. And when I got out of the car, he said, can I help you and your mom? And I said, oh, that would be so nice. And he did with the kindest, sweetest, most gentle Mm. way. And, you know, he wasn't afraid to ask if we needed help. Mm. And I really realized how that just can mean so much in a moment when you are kind of trying to struggle and figure out and keep mom safe going across that very busy drive thing in front of the grocery store. And um, so I I love that, that these stories... They're simple things like a smile, mm-hmm. like asking if you can help. But those things can carry such a, a powerful message. And then to have somebody ask you, you mm-hmm. know, wow, why do you smile? Yeah. You know, whoa, be ready. Be ready to give an answer <laughs> oh. in that case. Yeah, be ready because mm-hmm. that's pretty special. It is. Well, as a mom, I love 
this story, I love being able to share stories like this with my kids to just remind them that when we wake up, you know, and we ask God, hey, God, use me. Mm -hmm. I'm available. (laughs) I'm available. Now, I don't do that every day. Oh, how many opportunities have I missed out on because I don't do that every day? But I do know one thing, you know, whether you're going through a season where you feel overwhelmed by grief or overwhelmed by, you know, sadness or overwhelmed by just busyness, you know, life is good, but you're just busy, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just Mm -hmm. like you're bouncing from one thing to another. It's so easy to get consumed by whatever you are in, you know, whatever, Mm -hmm. whatever you're struggling with. Right. But when you ask to be used by God and he really, you know, displays his glory, just like he did with Ida, and you get that moment to see, wow, he really, he can use me even in the midst of what I'm going through. It, it shifts our eyes. It shifts our focus back onto him. And being in his word does that. There's so many things that do that. But it is, it's like that is a, a immediate healing antidote, you know? Mm-hmm, and and mm-hmm. when we talk about a home that heals, I watch my kids get kind of like so tunnel visioned and focused on what's hard for them or what they're struggling with. And I do that too. But man, when I shift my focus back on Christ and how he can use me and what he can do with me and through me, it it is just everything I need to yeah. feel healed and whole and not so busy and flustered or depressed or anxious. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Truly. Well, this is such a great reminder on so many levels. So when we come back... We're going to talk about, um, well, I'm going to tell you, you don't even know about this. Mm. I'm going to tell you about the no complaint challenge Ooh. that um, I'm deciding to take and make public. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But it's kind of along the same lines, and uh, we'll see how that goes. But we'll tell you more right after this message. Hi, I'm Brad, president of Northwest Christian Credit Union, and we're proud to be sponsoring this episode of A Home That Heals. At Northwest Christian Credit Union, your financial well-being is our priority. Your Christian values are welcomed and your faith is encouraged. From everyday personal banking to multi-million dollar church loans to biblically sound investing, Northwest Christian Credit Union is your stewardship partner. We're here to serve with personalized banking in person or online. Northwest Christian Credit Union has been serving the Christian community since 1954. Investing back into our local Christian community is a part of our DNA and believe that healthy homes foster a stronger community. So we are proud to sponsor A Home That Heals. Visit myNCCU.org to explore how membership can benefit you. Oh, glad that you are back with us here on A Home That Heals. I had something happen this morning that kind of is dovetails a little bit with what you were talking about. Uh, in my life skills class, I am giving the students a two-week out-of-your-comfort-zone challenge. And out of your comfort zone challenge means that you're going to do something that is not so comfortable, but it's supposed to help you grow, you know, personally in some way, personal development, basically. Remember, this is a life skills class. So they can do like a kindness challenge, random acts of kindness. They can do a whole list of things, a a digital detox, goes on and on and on. But one of them is a no complaint challenge for two weeks, no complaining. And I've read about this. A lot of people have done this or tried to do this. There's all kinds of fun stories about it. So I told the students, okay, if I'm going to give you this challenge, it's only fair that I give this challenge to myself. 
but I'll tell you why I'm taking on this challenge. True confessions now to my daughter. So, you know, I've been kind of grouchy lately. <laughs> have you noticed that? Yeah, you have. Uh, yeah. So I've been a little grouchy lately because I'm kind of in limbo a little bit. You know, we're kind of in the midst of a move and a lot of things going on. My stuff is not where I can ever find it. That's really what it boils down to. So I really realized as I was writing out this assignment for my students that I have become this very complainy, grouchy person. And I mean, maybe I always have been, but I think it's been ramped up a little bit. So uh, I decided, okay, students, I'm going to tell you, I just gave them a real brief, you know, description of why I've become, become grouchy and that I was going to take this challenge and, um, and I was going to tell my husband, so he'd be my accountability partner, blah, blah, oh, blah. Oh, boy, <laughs> that and, right there. <laughs> oh, I know. You know I'm risking a lot there. So, so we went on. And so the class goes on. Well, I hadn't actually started the challenge today. I mean, it's going to be in two days we start the challenge. Those students caught me complaining two times <laughs> during the class and called me out on it. Mrs. Mrs. Bauer, they call me Mrs. Bauer. Mrs. Bauer, you complained. complained. And I was... <laughs> I did. You know, and I wasn't like complaining. I was complaining about, I, I wish I could remember what it was now, but you know, it was, wasn't complaining about them. They're great students. The wind and, or something. Something, yeah. <laughs> I realized how ingrained uh, that is in me. Mm. And I always, I think about things like Ida, you know, returning to the source of our joy mm. is that wonderful verse that I love, you know, um, rejoice always. Rejoice, meaning return to the source of your joy. Mm. And when we do that and we make that a habit rather than complaining about everything, um, we again, you know, we infect everything. So after I'd gone through this with my um, students, one of them came up to me later and said, I heard a quote. I'm going to take the no complaint challenge as well, she said. And I heard a quote that's short and sweet that might be something good to remember. And I said, oh, what is that? And she said, complaining is a cancer. Mm. And it is. Mm. You know, it's like we complain or we get grouchy like I have been, and it does infect everything, and it grows, and it kind of takes root. Mm. And so you said, you know, staying in God's Word is one way that we can really make sure that we're always returning to the source of our joy and have something to share mm -hmm. when people ask us. So, Oh, yes. Yeah. So anyway, that was my little story, but I, I, I don't know. You might think about the no complaint challenge. I could use a little company in this. I don't want to be doing this all by myself. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait till summer because <laughs> I'm one that complains a lot about the, the that's, weather, that's the, the wind idea. and the rain. So that's I'll, no, I, I probably should take it, you know, when it's hardest for me, right? <laughs> but that's a good challenge. So if you'd yeah. like to join us, hey, maybe send us a message on Instagram or Facebook and we can get a little group going. We can hold That'd each other fun. accountable. I like That'd that. That'd be really fun. Wouldn't so. it though? And tell us how you do so that, you know, we can hear, celebrate some wins and maybe <laughs> comfort each other if we have a few failures, like in front of a whole class of 15-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much for joining us today on A Home That Heals. I hope Ida's story has encouraged you like it mm -hmm. encouraged us. Mm -hmm. I hope that we can remind ourselves that we are never too old. We're never too young. We're never too broken to be used by God, to keep our eyes on Him, and to really find Him as our source of joy, our source of healing, because He is ultimately our Creator, and He created us. He created you, He created your children, your family, and He can heal, and we just have to go to Him, and we have to ask Him to be used by Him and to be healed by Him. So we pray for you frequently. We think of you often, and until next time, have a wonderful day. 
A Home That Heals is produced in partnership with 89.5 KTSY. To find out more about them, go to ktsy.org.